Welcome to Creative Chemistry with Cosine, a podcast designed to help chemistry teachers break chemistry down step by step while using illustration to make your lessons more memorable and easier for students to learn. Let's get started. Have you ever had a student come up to you and say, Miss, is a cation positive or negative? I think it's negative. And you blink and you turn to the left a little bit and look them in the eye directly. Take a breath in, because you just taught this yesterday, and you say, no, a cation is not negative. Why is that so hard? (laughs) Why is this so hard? So I think a little bit of it is strategy and the order we teach things in. So I want to show you a little bit about that today in today's podcast. So first, we're going to talk about how to start the lesson off. Then we're going to talk about cations, and then we're going to talk about anions, and then we're going to talk about how to go deeper into that after you teach students the difference in cations and anions. Okay, so the way I start this lesson out is I start out with a periodic table. And this is before, you know, you really, you don't go into protons, neutrons, and electrons, because that's one of the biggest problems. When you have those those cookie cutter PowerPoints, you have a lesson that is so confusing to students because they get they get bogged down in the protons, neutrons, electrons, cations, anions, and they all just boggle up and, and they mean nothing because all students see is just like these little gray balls and some are positive and some are negative and, you know, there, there's just a lot of ambiguity to it. So what we want to do is start with clarifying and simplifying and then diving deep into the topic. So what I suggest starting with is a blank periodic table. You can find, I'm sure you have one of those in your binder or on your Google Drive or somewhere. You can also use, I have uh, periodic table doodle notes or cation anion doodle notes. And that works really well for what we're about to do. So you tell your students to get out that blank periodic table that you just handed them and you're going to color code it. Uh, And this is not about coloring. This is about color coding and using color as a tool. So you're having your students go around the periodic table, not color everything in. So have them outline or color group 1A through 3A. And that's going to include the transition metals in in this activity. So just have them highlight. It'll just be real quick. It should take them like, you know, 20 seconds, you know, in theory. And just go all the way around the edges and say, okay, these are our cations. And then on the other side of the periodic table between 5A and 7A, we color code those blue. And that's just a quick little square that should take 10 seconds. And, you know, tell students that we are not coloring this in. We're just color coding and labeling this. So you have your cations on the left side of the periodic table. And then you have your anions on the right side of the periodic table. And that is the foundation for the lesson. So then tell them if you walk away with nothing else, please know that cations are positive and anions are negative. And we've color coded them because yellow things are happy and sunshining and positive and negative things are blue and down and sad. And and so they've got that. Okay. And that is what you want them to take away from this lesson. And then tell them to write it down. Now, one reason students get confused with cations and protons is because they do not realize the difference. 
the way I handle this is if you go, you, I have a blog post on this, and you can go and you can see I've drawn a cat as an ion. So if you just draw a circle, that's a little bit confused. That can be confused to, with protons pretty easily because it's a single point. It's it's a, it's a little confusing. That's why I use a cat. You can use anything you want to personify this and make it interesting, but I like to do the cat. So I've done a cat, uh, and if you'd like to look at him, he's He's awesome. He's got a little FE collar plus three, and it makes it highly entertaining for students. So all you'd have to do is just draw a cat face on the board, you know, a circle with two triangles that in a smiling face totally passes a cat. I'm so game for that. And uh, so on mine, I put a collar, like I said, with iron FE on there with a three plus. And I would not emphasize the collar with the students yet or the three plus. We don't want them to know why. We just want to know them to know that cations are positive and anions are negative. So what you're going through when you're starting this lesson is you just want students to be able to identify and understand the meaning of cations and anions. So as you move on to anions, I like to use an onion that's crying negative signs which that's pretty memorable. And I tell the students that if they have a hard time remembering what color an onion is, tell them it's a moldy onion because it's sad and negative. They usually like that. So you're not going into why. You're not going into loss of electrons with that because that seems to overwhelm students sometimes, especially if you know, you're teaching some of the developmental chemistry, not the AP students, they, they can handle this. Once they can identify cations and anions, you've got their periodic table. Then you're going to get your students um, to look at their periodic table while you put uh, different elements on the board. So, you know, put up a beryllium element. Say, is this going to form a cation or anion? They can quickly look down at their periodic table and say, oh, it's going to form a cation. You can then throw up a chlorine ion and say, hey, is this going to form a cation or anion? And then you can go back and forth until you can kind of feel that students have a hang of it. And then you're going to go into and explain why cations are cations and why anions are anions. And doing it this way, starting with them just to learn what they mean, and then going into the why helps deal with that overwhelm that students sometimes feel when learning about protons, neutrons, and electrons so recently. Now, if you want a really awesome illustration, you can, you know, pull up my blog post while you're teaching this and entertain your students because going back to that cat that I talked about. So I've got a cat on there. He's got an FE collar and he has three electron yarn balls that he has lost and that's what's made him positive. This is a really fun way to entertain your students and educate them at the same time. So we all know that cats lose yarn balls and chase them around. So this cat has lost his yarn balls, so he's lost electrons. And this helps, I mean, you can use Leo Sesker and all those different things for students to help students remember the different cation, anion, loss of electrons and all that stuff. But I find this is something they can think back on and picture during a quiz or a test and be like, oh yeah, that means loss of electrons. So uh, go check that illustration out if you want something to use in your lessons. Then the why behind anions being anions. So again, an awesome illustration you'll find on my blog is I drew an onion. It's crying electron. It's crying negative signs because it has gained 
three electrons. So they've stuck to it and is really, really upset about it. So students find this, like I said, they find it pretty entertaining. So, and that's the why behind the lesson. So it's gained electrons for anions and cations have lost electrons. Try out the illustrations. I know your students will love them. They're really fun. And you can even see uh, I've got a phosphorus little uh, tie that goes around the onion's head. So you can see the phosphorus is a three neg minus, which also helps students really tie the lesson together to see that there's a whole cation here. Um, if you want to teach a lesson like this to your students, I do have doodle notes linked in the show notes. You can usually, you can use either the cation anion doodle notes or the periodic table doodle notes. Both of those are very helpful when organizing information to your students and not getting them overwhelmed in the difference of cations, anions, and protons, neutrons, and electrons, which that's what my students tend to mix up. So thank you for spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week at school and I will talk to you next Monday.